Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry What the Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek. And you know what's so crazy? Uh, just kicking it off with some fun facts. I believe it was now, oh my God, shoot, I should have saved the post, but I saw on my Facebook it had been like, I want to say maybe six or five years since my first like, I'm sorry, what YouTube video, because I don't know if you're aware, but this this I'm sorry, what started as a YouTube series because I really wanted to be a YouTuber back in the day because I really wanted to be a talk show host. And I trust me, I still do. But you know, life is life has challenges and it pushes us on all sorts of different paths. But so I, uh, I started this YouTube channel when I was in college, Uh, I started with Ask Ashley. And um, I gave all sorts of relationship and life advice from a single bitch, which is funny. I saw this meme the other day, like, why are y'all taking advice from single bitches? And I don't know, maybe because we're we observe, by the way, that's why you should because we're maybe we're not in the relationship, but we watching y'all. So we we learn a lot. But (laughs) and then I decided to do and I'm sorry, what video? and kind of just use that because I always had this, you know, sassy aura about me. Uh, you know, I, I described myself when they asked us at Ghirardelli, uh, we played this activity where we had to build ourselves as a Sunday and I gave myself the sea salt caramel. I think I told the story already, but the, the sea salt caramel uh, sauce because I'm sweet but salty and <laughs> I Uh, You know, so I made this video and it cracks me up because my very first I'm sorry, what video was all about wearing white to weddings. And it just like cracks me up because I love weddings so much. And I feel like I need a side blog about weddings or something because it just all this knowledge just swirls through my head all the time. And, And I still stand by that. It still blows my mind to this day. Like I, I, I'm trying to think back because obviously I, I've been to a bunch of weddings and I'm trying to think if there's like one I went to where someone wasn't wearing white. I, I really can't remember from last year because I went to three last year or f- four. I was in three and of those I don't I don't really remember anyone wearing white. But I feel like at that time I was going to a few weddings and I kept seeing someone wear white and it cracks me up because I actually saw an old picture of myself when I went to my cousin Denise's wedding and I was wearing a white tank top with a yellow skirt. I mean, it was a very cute outfit. Don't get me wrong. The word tank top kind of throws it off. But I'm telling you, it looked really classy. It was super cute. But I was like, oh, my God, this bitch was wearing white. Like, what was I doing? I was so mad at myself when I saw that. I was like, uh, um, hi, I'm the problematic bitch. But uh, I'm so sorry, Denise, if you're listening to this for doing that to you. It's just it's it's hilarious. I, I loved doing YouTube. I just kind of I honestly fell off of it when I moved to Oregon and I thought I really thought when I went I was like I'm gonna do so many more videos and be home alone like I'm not gonna feel anxious if someone walks in which like made for the best videos by the way I think I did one where Eloy and George came in and it was great and I loved living with them and it was the best but I just thought oh my god I'm gonna set up the studio I bought these like studio lights and all this shit but obviously we know I have such a commitment problem and uh doing a podcast, although it is still difficult, it's a little easier because none of you have to see my face. <laughs> a face for radio, as they say. And uh, I just thought it was so funny that I turned that into a podcast. And I'm so happy because I love, I'm sorry, what? I love that name. I just think it's so funny because 
I honestly say it all the time, which is how it kind of started, because every time I was bitching, which was literally every day when, you know, my roommates would come home, Eloy and George talk about them a lot. And I'd be like, I'm sorry, what? Like, why would someone think that? And then, you know, just turn into this thing. It's fun to see a young me. My hair was so blonde. It still is. But I was wearing like this purple eyeshadow, which I think I probably still could rock. It was just, it was just funny to see um, that video come up. And I'm, I'm so happy that it's a podcast now. And I hope that everyone enjoys listening to it. And you guys get a laugh like I do. Um, shout out to my cousin, Danielle. She texts me and says I'm funny. And I really appreciate that. <laughs> Apparently, I need a lot of validation, which I just posted uh, an Instagram yesterday, two days ago, I think by the time you guys listen to this, but about having lupus and, you know, it's, it's a highlighted post in my world. I know some of y'all little bitches with all your, you know, freaking followers are like, oh, snuff at your 100 liked photo. But, uh, that was a big deal for me. So I'm very excited about it. (laughs) And, uh, I, I mean, I didn't, I did not post it for the likes, surprisingly. What, what happened was I was just sliding through my Instagram stories and I got a sponsored ad for Pura Vida bracelets and they had a lupus awareness bracelet, which I thought was so interesting because I actually don't, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe I just don't know myself that well, but I feel like I don't totally talk about having lupus all the time, mostly because I just don't really understand that one. Um, I mean, I, I like to think I'm a triple threat, but in reality, I have five illnesses, obviously anxiety, depression, Crohn's my firstborn, my number one love, uh, lupus and fibromyalgia. So I got lupus in on St. Patrick's Day. I got the call. Actually, I can remember like literally exactly where I was when I got this call because I was doing a crush concert, which I worked for the crush 95.9 in Sonoma County. And we did a show at like a lunchtime show on St. Patrick's Day at, um, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm blanking on the name, Redwood Cafe, Redwood Cafe in Runner Park, which I'm obsessed with, uh, love them. And I stepped out to take this call and, you know, it was my doctor saying that, you know, I tested positive for lupus and I was like, rad, here we go. And I had only been dating Jimmy. We had just started dating that previous October and I was just like, oh my God, there's no way this guy is going to like stick around with all this shit, you know, <laughs> literal shit. Like I thought I was just having a really bad Crohn's episode and it ended up being another illness. I'm like, oh, my God. Then I got more depressed. It was just like there's no way. But uh, he ended up sticking around. Uh, and so did all my friends, even though I thought for sure that they were all going to leave, too, because anxiety. And <laughs> it just been a a crazy ride. And so, you know, it's funny because I, I have so many weird insecurities about talking about my illnesses. And I like to push myself too because I think it's so important in the way that, you know, everyone's really going through something. And I think sometimes I have a hard time with feeling like, I my my life's not as hard as someone else's so I don't want to put myself out there to be like oh my god look at me like I'm I, I'm so sick feel bad for me when I know like other people are having a harder time but that shit's so ridiculous and it's gonna take me a long time to fully get over because I just I feel so bad for everyone who's going through something but that's just like the thing that 
I think when I whenever I post these things, it reminds me that everyone is really going through something. And it might not be as like in your face as like, you know, I have an illness. Like it might not be not in your face, but like as straightforward as that, where it's simple. You're it's <laughs> I feel like I'm saying all the wrong words, but I'm just going to say it the way I see it. Like me saying I have Crohn's is a pretty easy, simple way of me explaining to you my hardships, right? Like I'm just, okay, I have this illness. And it's not saying it's easy to come out and say those things, but it doesn't take as much explanation. But some people have, you know, a sick partner. And and the thing is, is, you know, they have a sick best friend, they have a sick parent, they have a sick kid or, or something. And that's a little bit more tricky, in my opinion, to to, to talk about because, it's not your life, so you don't want to, like, speak on it, but it hurts you almost as much as it hurts that person. I learned a lot about that from Taylor Swift's song about her mom. Um, you know, <laughs> I I was like, oh, my God, just hearing someone else talk about what it's like to be in, in you know, in, in love or have a loved one that's sick. It's just kind of very, a very interesting side that you don't always kind of think about. Or, you know, it might just be that that person's also struggling with mental health or depression or like shit like maybe they're you know they just got a really bad grade on a test and they're worried about going to college like everyone's going through something and I just don't think we need to you know compare and and try to equalize the shit because we're really all just going through something and sometimes okay I will admit I can be a little bitch where I'll be like uh really you know you're gonna bitch about that like I have illnesses you know (laughs) And that's mostly just like you have to push me to a level, by the way, to get there. And I don't get there often, but I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm some sweet baby angel who never like tells people to fuck off, which I think you already know. But, you know, I just think it's just so it's so interesting, this idea that I spent so long being worried that people were going to judge me for saying these things. When in reality, I got DMs from people, you know, going through similar things or even if if it wasn't that they had an illness, but, you know, just that it helped them. And if, of course, if that, if that, if me telling you that sometimes I lay in bed and cry for hours, but then the next day I get up, like if that's going to help you get up that next time, that's, that's really all I want. So it's just it, it was a very unique it wasn't something I was expecting to do. I just really love the bracelet and wanted to show a little awareness. And I also wanted to remind people to wear fucking masks because, you know, that part sucks. This whole COVID thing, I kind of thought that it was going to put us almost on the same playing field where it was like, OK, everybody has to be like like my friend Tiffany, who has cystic fibrosis, you know, she's always had to you know, wear masks and wipe everything down. So it's like, okay, we're all getting on the same level. So maybe people will have a better understanding of one another. And I could not be more wrong <laughs> about that. And, I, you know, I just wanted to add a little tiny, tiny sliver in there about wear your mask because there's someone like me who, for my mental health, I need to at least go to a Target. So if you're in that same Target with me and you're not wearing your mask and you happen to get COVID, like, Thank you for giving it to me when I all I wanted to do was live. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think the people who listen to this podcast are mask people. I, I don't think anyone's listening is like meh, masks because I, I, I don't believe that. You guys are my besties and I don't believe that. Um, the VM frickin' A's were on last night as I'm recording this, which is so weird. I wasn't really sure how they were going to do it, but I have to say like, 
I don't think you can compare this show to past shows. You know, I think that's kind of unfair because how are you going to compare a show that had a live audience to this, you know, but I, I really appreciate that they still did it because for someone who needed a little bit of normalcy, and I think a lot of people do, I really appreciated this. I was kind of bummed. I wasn't like fully on top of it and I didn't get to like live tweet like I like to, but I did take some notes. Um, My first one just says Kiki Palmer in all caps because I really thought she did a great job hosting. I, I just thought she was funny and natural and, and, you know, that must have been so hard to not have like a crowd to bounce back off of, but know that you're being judged by all these people. You know, it's kind of like uh, doing a podcast on your own, uh, except for in front of you know, millions and millions of people. But I I just thought she did a really good job and she was funny. And I just I really like her attitude. I I do have to say, though, and don't hate me on this, but I didn't really like her performance. I felt like I was watching Willow Smith whip my hair back and forth. You know what I mean? Like she just seems so young to me in that, but I know she's not like that. I just, and I'm not saying I wanted her to go up there and do the WAP dance or whatever, do what you're comfortable in, but just the colors and the, the neon, like it just gave me like, I don't know, almost Jojo Siwa kind of vibes. And I wanted her to do something maybe a little bit more adult. I don't know. I feel bad about that, but I just didn't love it. And I think it was the song too, because the song was just kind of like really weird. And I didn't, I didn't love it. It was like sneaker night, Vanessa Hudgens. And I think, I think we could have gotten a little better from her. She's definitely freaking talented and she absolutely slayed. And her dance moves were on point for her performance. Like her voice sounded beautiful. It just, it wasn't giving me the vibes I wanted. Uh, Kelly Clarkson also looked gorgeous. Just wanted to say that. Uh, Lady Gaga won Artist of the Year. Very well deserved. She slept. She won lots of awards, but I cannot tell you that off the top of my head because I only wrote down Artist of the Year, Lady Gaga, and that she said, don't eat the California roll. And I really and I, I unfortunately, I don't live on my own where I can yell at everyone to be quiet during the VMAs. So, you know, it was my sister's fiance's birthday celebration. And, you know, I wanted to be out there and support, but the VMAs were on and a lot of people were talking over it. And I was hoping I could watch it again before I did this podcast, but that's not what happened. So I I wanted to, I meant to look up, it says asterisk, look this up (laughs) before you do your podcast about the don't eat the California roll because I didn't understand. But I like that Lady Gaga showed us that, hey, um, masks are sexy. And if my entire performance can be in different masks and my backup dancers can all slay that choreography in masks, then like... Karen, you can wear one to a supermarket, okay? She was so great. I am living for her relationship with Ariana Grande. And I like, I I can't remember if it was before her performance or one of her acceptance speeches, she had just said, you know, that that they had both gone through so much. And I'm like, when she said that, I felt like my body hurt. Like I just physically was like so crushed because that is so true. When you look at those two women up there, they have been through so much shit and and they, and they talk about it. And I love that, which kind of brings me to my first point, you know, like the more open I think people are about having problems, the more it's kind of like normal and you feel OK, like you feel a little bit better about it. You know, obviously, Lady Gaga also has lupus and and struggles with um with mental health. And Ariana Grande went through like the fucking worst year 
you know, ever. <laughs> and, you know, they're both up there freaking performing and slaying and doing it and being there for each other. And like, that's the kind of girl power that I just live for. I just live for it. So that that performance was incredible. Of course, Miley Cyrus made my whole heart melt because she performed her new song, which I absolutely love, by the way, because um, actually one of my girlfriends, Krishanda, asked me what I thought about the song. And I had said that, you know, I wasn't I love Miley and, you know, she can she can do nothing that I won't love. But I wasn't like diehard over younger now. I like that she was trying to do something different, but I I'm I'm a bangers girl through and through and I like when she's a little bit more poppy personally. I I she is an artist who should get to do whatever she wants and I will support her no matter what, but I really like the new song. I love that she jumped on the disco ball and was like, "I'm going to be wrecking ball right now." And I love that. She's like, "I jump on a wrecking ball every time I go through a breakup, I guess. And I'm into it. Because if you don't know her and Cody Simpson broke up, which kind of makes sense. He, I never really saw that working out um, personally, but we all know he was like a filler. Like she was, she's went through her fucking shit with her breakup. And I think she kind of, you know, rebounded with him and he was great for what he was worth. But yeah, whatever. I also put loved in all caps, Doja Cat's performance. Uh, beautiful beautiful outfits um wow I wish I was that like good looking uh her performance was amazing the dancing was great I just I literally loved every minute of it and I also wrote down Bella Hadid has a full 90s look and I love it (laughs) I did like that many teas for um Love it. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, and I was interested to hear because I've been wondering. I was sitting there watching. I'm like, how the hell are they doing this? Like, I, I could tell some people were outside, you know, and and then I saw on Entertainment Tonight what they did, and I guess you know a bunch of it was pre-recorded. Like Lady Gaga and Ari's performance was recorded in L.A. and Miley's was recorded in L.A. and everybody had to test negative for COVID. So. You know, good for them. I mean, Lady Gaga is not going to put herself at risk. Obviously, she's you know got an illness too. So, I I just thought that was it was it the VMAs that we are used to? No, because my favorite part of the VMAs is not always the performances or even the people who won the awards. It's the people who didn't win the awards and are in the crowd and the reactions and like who's sitting next to who, who's dancing with who. Like remember when Post Malone was dancing to Shania Twain and all my lady parts were like, Hurr! like that's, that's really what I live for. So, you know, I know we couldn't have that. So I appreciate that they gave us something, you know what I mean? And, uh, I feel it's important. It's always hard to talk about sad things. Um, on the podcast, but, you know, we got to talk about Chadwick Boseman. And and I have to say, you know, the VMAs would have probably been a completely different show if that was recorded live and we got the news the same days. Because what was it? The was it the Grammys or I can't remember what award show was on like right after Kobe passed away. And that was such a crazy award show to watch because everyone's really going through it and you know, I, it it must have been really hard to uh, for, you know, Kiki Palmer to come on and kind of say something about it. Like that's always just so challenging um, to have to speak when someone that's so important passes away. And, you know, Chadwick uh, had battled colon cancer for since 2016, which means he, you know, 
filmed a lot of movies during that time and kind of going back to the beginning of this podcast a little bit about you just never really know what people are going through, you know, and he he chose to keep that part of his life private. And and I respect that completely. And, you know, and it's not to say that you shouldn't tell people that you're sick or that you should. It just proves it again that that it's a choice. And, you know, he made his decision. And I think it's awesome to see what he was able to accomplish and his passion really come through these movies and his determination to continue on. And, and, you know, he is definitely going to be missed. Um, he was an amazing, amazing superhero in real life and on screen. And we were all so blessed to get to see him as Black Panther. And I know how important that movie was to the, to the black community and, um, you know, just such a difficult loss and thoughts and prayers to his family and his fans. And, you know, it's so tough. And, it kind of it bums me out right now because there's all these stories in the news about how people are upset because the VMAs added Chadwick and not um, and and not Kobe Bryant to the memorial thing. And, you know, because they're like typically it's all music and, you know, it's probably just a complete, unfortunately, oversight because, you know, I think that they maybe couldn't like not not add him Um with it happening so quick, but I'm just like, you guys, these are both two very tragic deaths. And, you know, this is just the VMAs. And, you know, I I don't think that it's worth it to put all this negative energy around this. And, you know, and maybe, maybe I'm just seeing it completely different. And maybe I, you know, and I don't want to show any disrespect. I just, you know, I just feel it, it makes me bummed that that was like a big story. You know, <laughs> I was like, can we just, you know, remember the the memory of these two in, incredible, incredible people who did such amazing things for this world. So anywho, anywho, um, yeah, what a, a a little bit, I, I don't mean for it to be like kind of a darker podcast, but I feel like it's a little bit more smooth and like, let's talk about real shit. But I do kind of want to get bitchy for a minute, though. So um, I'm going to have to turn the tides again. Uh, so this this might be something you guys are like, Ashley, you've really crossed a level of bitch here. But um, you know, when you kind of like ignore someone and you're not really expecting that, like, they notice or that they'd ignore you back. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, shit, they know. But then you're kind of like, I didn't want to be ignored by them. Do you know what I mean? OK, so for, like, hypothetical example, just say, like, maybe you hid someone on your Instagram because you just, like, need a little bit of break from them. But then, like, suddenly you notice that they don't like your photos either. And you're like, no, I needed a break from you. You don't get a break from me. You know what I mean? Um, I, I kind of... Re- <laughs> Like, I'm sorry, what? I'm the only one who gets to be mad right now. Uh, yeah, I kind of noticed that, you know, someone I, I took a little a little break from just because sometimes it's hard when you feel that they should be doing something that they're not. And then you see them doing other things. And then you just like, I don't want to see it. So is that om- ominous enough? Like, sometimes you just... I don't know if it's a jealousy thing with other friends or you're just like, eh, this person, you know, can't seem to make the time for me, but 
here they are doing all these other things. So maybe I just need like a little break for them. But then they take a break from you and you're like, wait, what? No. So, um, yeah, I'm sorry. What? Like, I'm the only one who got to be a bitch. And um, I don't want to be rejected, too. So I don't know if anyone else is like this. Are other people this way? I feel like they have to be. Everyone's petty. Everyone wants to be the star of their own show, right? That's like a thing. Uh, <laughs> I read this funny thing on Instagram, maybe TikTok, I don't remember, but it was like, isn't it weird to think that your siblings are the stars of their own show where they're just supporting characters and yours, which is so funny, but I definitely don't think Jillian um, isn't the star of my of my life a lot of the time. Um so <laughs> especially being her maid of honor, you know, so um, love you. Also, uh, it's September, bitches, and I'm freaking pumped for spooky season. I just feel like we need it. And it's it's amazing. And so right now, as I'm talking to you, I have my pumpkin spice and everything nice sign up my pumpkin patch um, snow globe. I have my pumpkin donut shop candle from Bath and Body Works, which is already gone. By the way, I post about this on TikTok. Uh, you can follow me at Ashley Sleek. You know what I mean? And uh, you, it, I, I had this like peach vanilla, no one's even peach, peach sorbet uh, candle for the longest time. And I just could not seem to finish it. And I literally lit my pumpkin donut shop once and it was already halfway gone. So I don't know if that's because I really committed to that smell or if they do something because they know bitches like me are going to buy more. But now I'm like, oh my God, I only have two more pumpkin candles left. Like shit. And then I almost bought more on Bath and Body Works. But I was like, no, you need to save. You're going to move out at some point. Like get it together. Um, So anyways, that's out. I have my um, pumpkin little glass container. I put out my pumpkin Mickey ears that Julian Ryan gave me for my birthday last year. I just it's it's getting pumpkinified in here. And I wasn't sure if I was going to because I do plan as I, uh, you know, kind of mentioned, I do plan on moving out. And I was like, is it worth it to put all this pumpkin patch stuff out? But it just I needed it. So if you need it, you need it. And I, I'm just really excited. I also saw you guys know if you follow me on the gram when I used to actually do my makeup. Shades by Shan is my absolute favorite beauty products. Um, Shan, what used to be on 99.7, the radio show station, (laughs) radio station. And as a radio uh, person, I looked up to her for years and years and years. I love listening to her. And so she started her own makeup line and she announced that on September 2nd. And I don't know. I'm hoping to get this edited out, but I don't know what. Oh, sorry, Mike. I don't I don't know which. Um when I'm going to get this podcast out. But on September 2nd, she is launching her pumpkin spice collection with a pumpkin spice lip gloss and a pumpkin spice candle. So you know I'm going to buy it because I can't resist. And I love my Kylie uh, pumpkin spice lip. So I'm really hoping I'm going to like this one more because I don't always want to buy from Kylie. Like good for her, but also like rather support, you know, someone who's not a billionaire right away. Uh yeah. So anyways, I'm I'm super pumped about the pumpkin life. And yeah, you guys, uh, it's just been a crazy little month of August. And I feel like August had felt it felt like April in a way where it just had so many ups and downs. And it really uh, I, I didn't love it. There was great parts. There was great moments. But this wasn't my favorite month. And I'm excited to 
move my little booty on to September. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, everyone. So let's not forget that Breonna Taylor has not got the justice that she deserves. So please keep posting your posting and and protesting and, and sticking up for what you believe in and telling those people on Facebook to shut the fuck up. Anything that you need to do and that you can do, please do. And um, I love you all. Please like, comment, and subscribe to this podcast. I'm so happy to be here as always. And I love you all. Have a fantastic week. Okay, bye.